Welcome to the Easy Answer Podcast. I'm Brandy, plant-based chef. And I'm Vanice, writer and plant-based adjacent. On this podcast, we explore thought-provoking conversations around food, share our point of view on current events, and explore how to be plant-based adjacent in this processed world. It's hot. It's summertime. We're about to, what are we about to do? We're about to start going out to barbecues and stuff like that. And a lot of people are exploring this whole plant-based space right now. So when you explore like a plant-based lifestyle, a lot of times people kind of come for you. And I have first access. Yes, yes. People party hosting time. Why would someone come for you when we're having parties? Yay! It's something (laughs) it's a good thing, right? But it's something about it's something about this idea that people are bringing you into something where you're being you don't have access to Meat, you don't have access to cheese, dairy. So you're not getting cheese, you're not getting cream. That people feel like they're going to be neglected. And there is a visceral kind of response where they like attack. It's the weirdest thing ever when they think that they're going to have an experience without meat and cheese. Wait, I don't understand. You say bringing people into things. Can you explain this in layman's terms? You're saying Brandy's having a dinner party, right? (laughs) And you send out, do you send out Evites? Yeah, mostly text message Evites. But yeah, Evites, uh huh. And do you tell them that it's a vegan like dinner party? No. Why should they need why why should they need to know that? Okay. Are these people that know you and know that that's how you get down? Sometimes, yes. I mean, if you're coming to my house, you know me. Like I'm not just letting random people in the street. You know what I mean? Coming to my house, that's a whole different situation. But I have had people that don't know me that I'm like, oh, I'm having a deadline. I say, don't know me well. Not like, oh, I met you on a train, come to my house. But like, maybe I'm at the medical <laughs> that that right. I've known them for you, you like for like a week or so. We vibe well. I'm having an event that's coming up. There's some cool people that are going to be there. And I want them to know these cool people. I may invite them to this party, but I don't feel obligated to tell them that, oh, there's not going to be any meat there. No. So in when the person calls you Brandy mm-hmm. and they say to you, is there anything I can bring? Mm-hmm. Do you clarify then that there's no meat? No, I say, thank you so much for offering. You could bring some wine. Um, I have all the food covered. I can't wait to see you there. <laughs> Look at your face. You know <laughs> that you need to tell people that there's no meat because what? meat and fish and you know, flesh—that's the norm. So you have to—you have to tell people that you don't have me. No, see, I no, I don't think you do, and I think that's the problem. There's an expectation <laughs> for people that we have to explain ourselves. I don't want to have to explain myself when I'm offering up a nice gesture to you. Like I'm literally being like, "Hey, let's come together. Let's have some food. Let's have some wine. Let's hang out with some cool people." And now I all of a sudden have to start t- explaining to you that there's not going to be any meat there. It's not like there's not going to be any food. It's not like there's not going to be any air conditioner. It's not like there's not going to be any chairs, right? It's not going to be any meat. I don't think I need to disclose that information. I mean, like, I have a little cousin, actually, and I don't know if this has been proven by a doctor, but she said that um, eating vegetables makes her sick. And I'm not lying. I've seen her get sick from it. Until she got pregnant, she said she couldn't really eat vegetables. So she didn't really eat um, vegetables. I mean, maybe she would have potatoes here and there, but not like vegetables, vegetables, greens. And so I just think that with all the food allergies in this world, Brandy, you have to tell people that you're not cooking meat. Okay. 
that it's a and it's not even vegetarian. It's vegan. Like there's no like like you used to tell people there's like not much decadence. No, sorry. Number one, no. That's all. Let's let's be real. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) I I I do check for allergens. So if someone I do ask you, do you have any allergies? I'm very respectful as far as allergies. No, someone tells you that. Why can't you just tell them that there's no meat at that point? Tell me why they need to know. Like when I go to parties as a person who doesn't eat meat, nobody tells me all I'm eating is salad. Maybe if they didn't put cheese in it, you understand. So why is it that? I have to disclose to somebody else. There's no, everybody eats vegetables. So why do I have to let you know that I'm only serving what everybody eats? Who's to say that everyone eats? I just told you that my little cousin Kiki don't eat them. No, okay. So Kiki comes to it, she can't have anything to eat. No, I love Kiki's um, case. I would love to case study her because okay. Kiki is not necessarily <laughs> allergic to vegetables. There is something in the vegetables that's causing her maybe not to be able to eat them. I have a friend who's allergic to nickel. Now, nickel happens to be in a lot of vegetables, so she couldn't eat that many vegetables, right? So what do you mean by nickel? Because that, for the lame person, we don't know what, what do you mean nickel? Why is nickel in vegetables? Like nickel, like like how um, magnesium, potassium, like nickel is a mineral that, that is in vitamins. Oh, there you go with your knowledge again. <laughs> I didn't know. Like, like nickel that we spend is in, you know. Yeah, not like not like money, money nickel, but money nickel, um, like the the yes. Okay. Yes. All right. <laughs> yes. So that's the deal with that. Okay. So like gluten, so you can have a nickel allergy, like you have a gluten allergy. Right. So right. when she comes, if you know she's coming, then you what do you do? You prepare your food differently? Like, uh, well, so I know because she can't eat anything out of a can because most um, can has like nickel in them. So okay. I make sure I have nothing that I feed her from a can. And then I know I have a list of all of the vegetables that have nickel in them. And so I just make dishes like I'll make her a dish usually that uses vegetables and grains that are nickel free that she can enjoy. And so I'm saying that if she's allowed to have food restrictions, why can't the meat people be told that there's no meat and then they can have a burger before they get to your house? Because they already had a burger before they came to my house. Because they How eat do meat. You know? They eat meat. Meat people eat burgers every day. Okay. <laughs> they, they had, had meat. a lot of meat people. <laughs> <laughs> if they eat meat, they've had a burger. They've had a grilled chicken. They've had a steak. They've had some meat. They can have a meatless meal one time. I'm not even asking for a meatless day. I'm asking them for an amazing meatless experience. Okay. That's a whole. Anybody wants that? Everybody wants that. I don't know if everyone wants that, Brandy. Everyone does not want that. You cannot make assumptions about what people want. And that's why I need to tell them. My mother is a very, like, she's not a person who, like, expresses to you and told us, like, every day that she loves us. She's definitely, like, in the five love languages, acts of service, and hers is food. So, like, one year someone came to my house, a friend of mine, and he was a vegetarian. She made a whole vegetarian lasagna for him. Mind you, it had cheese in it. (laughs) But to my mother... He was coming, and I and I said he was a vegetarian, and she was like, "Oh, good thing you told me, girl, because I can make him." A, and she made him a whole lasagna, all right, uh-huh. a big pan too. Uh-huh. She was like, "Well, that's the only thing that he eats, so he could just have the whole pan, and he could just take the rest home." And uh-huh. I was like, "But I like some of the vegetarian lasagna, <laughs> you know." And my mother is very accommodating towards people. And I just feel like, what's the big deal for you to tell them? Because if you came to my barbecue, 
I have been trained by this woman. I would ask you and I would have some food for you. Just you. No, and and I, yeah. So like when I ate meat, I would ask people if they were vegetarian, if they had restrictions, I would. Even as a person who does not eat it, I ask people if they have allergies, right? Everybody eats vegetables. I don't That's have to. I just told you my allergy that the doctors have not fully unpacked yet. That's <laughs> what I'm going <laughs> to tell you about Kiki and you're not listening. All right? I don't think we can just disclose it, but I do want to open up this conversation for our guest who is waiting for us to um to join this conversation. So I'm going to bring her in, uh, let her introduce herself, and then we're gonna kind of pick up and hear her feedback and then also continue on with this um with this weird. <laughs> let people know that we're not serving meat. That sounds crazy, but okay. <laughs> Let's see what's going on. Hey, Teresa, welcome to the Easy Answer. Thank you. Hello, ladies. How you guys doing today? We're doing good. How about you? I'm okay. I feel like I'm having a little bit of a delay over here. Are you getting on that side? Just a, just slightly, there is a little bit of a delay, but we can um work through that. I think we're all kind of used to technology not being an exact science these days. Yeah, <laughs> I can hear okay. you now. Sounds good. <laughs> cool. So, um, tell yeah. us I about didn't switch devices like three times. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta love it. <laughs> tell us, um, tell us who you are, what it is that you're working on, what you do. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, well, first of all, thanks for having me on the show. Um, currently, I am operating two projects. I am the founder and host of Liberation Rated Productions, artist space organization out of New York that does uh, monthly offerings of open mics, and we feature artists who do revolutionary work. Um, and at our events, you get an opportunity to participate in social justice activities. So we may sign petitions, follow a cause, share information, um, or get more information about rallies and things of that nature that you can do. And then I'm also the co-host of a radio show called Objection to the Rule, which is on Radio Free Brooklyn. Um, and it is a social justice radio show that examines um, news stories across the world, locally and globally, um, about social justice issues. So that gives us a chance to have dialogue as you know, Brooklynites, New Yorkers, about topics that we don't really talk about too much and some that we talk about too much. So it's um, a pretty good opportunity to just really engage the minds and just learn about all the different things that's going on in the world. And other than that, you know, just trying to be great, trying to stay fit, drink my water, praise God, you know, burn my candle. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yes, the simple things in life, the easy answers right there, right there. Yeah. <laughs> so Brandy, right? Why is those always the hard photo? <laughs> <laughs> So I have a question for you. Brandy's hosting uh, an event, okay? She, and you don't know that she's a vegan chef. Do you think that it is Brandy's responsibility to disclose to you that <laughs> there's no meat at her event? But you don't know Brandy that, you don't know her that well. So you, so what's nice? 
Well, I've been to one of Brandy's events where there was no meat. <laughs> and I can say yes, I was pleasantly surprised. Like, <laughs> I was pleasantly surprised by the offerings. Um, but the friend that I did invite, she was a little, she felt a little ways about the carry dog. She was like, this is not a hot dog. Like, this is a carrot on the bun. And I don't understand why she was trying to front. Like, this is a thing. So, you know, it was a thing. She, she was like, everything was great. But that carrot dog situation was, that's not a uh, Those are her exact words. So... Um, I, you know, I'm like me, I'm open-minded. I enjoy, you know, vegan dishes. I enjoy exploring food. Um, since I don't eat pork, I tend to go in the other direction with my exploratory. So vegan options, vegetarian often options are always something I like to try. Um, but maybe you want to tell them? Maybe. Because not everybody like veggies. Like it's I feel like it's more people that don't like veggies than don't like meat. Thank so, you. See, but see, when I talk about the like, we talk about the like they like certain veggies. So crazy. Okay, I'm saying some people, you know, especially in the black community, they'd be like, I eat greens and broccoli. Sometimes carrots, onions, if you cook them. And that's it, you know? Like, it'd be a real limited supply sometimes. And that's that. That's that. People should explore yeah. vegetables and healthy eating. But <laughs> So, see, for me, it's my mission, though, to shift that experience for our people and everybody in their relationship with vegetables. So, like, for me, I season and prepare vegetables the same way I would season and prepare meat. So, yes, okay. That year, the carrot hot dog, the marinade, you know, was a little different. I don't think they seared up on the um on the on the grill. Okay, <laughs> they may have another season, right? However, <laughs> however, like the, I didn't just take a carrot and put it on a bun. It was like hot dog. Like that was a process. <laughs> no, you definitely made effort, but you didn't convince yeah. her. Like she, no, she I get it. Sometimes I just say that, but you know, it's it's hit or miss. Yes, <laughs> however, for me, it's about planting the seed to open up the possibilities. And if you muddy up the potential from jump by telling somebody that, oh, there's not going to be any meat here, like people come with this with this resistance to like a meat free meal. It's like, ugh. but what's crazy is that if I come to your party not eating meat, I get come, people come for me because I don't want to ingest that chicken, right? I want to eat just like this from the earth. I don't, like, it's weird. It's not, it's, it's a double standard. I don't like. Are you the type of person that would bring your own dish to barbecue? Only if the person, only if the Brandy. host, only if the host said it was okay. I wouldn't just show up without the host saying it was okay because I also think it's rude to come to somebody's house that's hosting a dinner with your own food. <laughs> Unless they say it's okay, that okay. is rude. That's true. That's true. Okay. I was just checking because you know, <laughs> I'm meeting vegan people who do that on a regular. Like, it ain't nothing here for me. So I just travel with food. And I'm just like, that's that sounds stressful. Like, you always have to have to prepare, you know? Yeah. I mean, now... There's situations that I've gone to that I know is probably not going to be nothing for me. And I had something prepared to eat after I leave. 
I've had situations like that, but I ain't gonna open up my Tupperware at somebody's party. I'm not start doing that. That's <laughs> you know, you always got trail mix in your purse, <laughs> right? I mean, is it any different than having hot? Like, is it any different than having hot sauce in your bag? It, it's kind of not. Is really it different? Maybe. See, that's a condiment, right? I don't. Mm. I don't think condiments have the same. You know, I think so. Like, okay, speaking of like the hot sauce. <laughs> Now, if you just pull your hot sauce out and start dumping it on before tasting, disrespectful. Don't receive food <laughs> until you taste it. No, I'm disrespecting you about condiments. Way too personally. Disrespectful. Somebody took the time to prepare a meal for you. The least that you could do is eat that original bite as they intended. Now, once you take that original bite, it might be like, ah, oh, I need a little more of this, a little more of that. That's okay. But you cannot get the plate and just start dumping stuff on it before tasting an original bite as intended. <laughs> I can't just, jeez, like people are taking things too far. No, I, like, no, I what concur. Because when I'm bartending, you know what I hate. Yes, no, I concur because when I'm bartending, what I hate is somebody be like, they order a drink, they be like, okay, so I want like no juice, just like a drop. I'm just like, okay, if you want a shot. Or a shop. We make you a drink. Like that's my job. I'm supposed to like get you right. And then before they even put their lips on it, like mm, it looks light. Can you um? And I'm just like, come on, man, give me a shot. He's the first. Jeez, that's so funny. I understand I that. I think that people. I mean, I understand what you both are saying, but. I mean, I was watching Rachel Ray, and she was saying that she keeps a seasoning packet in her purse when they go, when her and her husband goes to dip, go to dinner parties, and they sit next to each other, and he always, and he sometimes asks for it because she likes her food very hot. And some people have a very high tolerance for heat. So what if they know that they like things very spicy? Like, I'm not going to take it personally if you know that you like things spicy, so you want to put some extra pepper on it. How do you know that I don't like it spicy before you take the first bite? I don't have a problem with you altering it after you have the first bite as intended. How do I know how much more heat to add if I haven't had the first bite? You don't know. And food, food is all about tasting. Like the, the, people go, oh, I can't cook. If you can't cook, the reason you probably can't cook is because you don't taste along the way. We know what we like. And that's the beauty of cooking. You can cook and adjust as you go if you taste. So you taste first. Have the bite, the first bite as intended by the person who prepared it. It might not be a great bite. That's That happens. But after that, then you edit. You don't edit before. You don't get stuff at the table and just start dumping salt and hot sauce and pepper sauce. That's disrespectful. <laughs> I don't know if it's disrespectful. <laughs> doing it, you know, they just doing what they do. I don't take stuff like that personally. I mean, oh, I mean, it could be cultural. Onions, you know? Cultural. <laughs> like, so. Say that again about it. Being... Some people could consider it a cultural thing, you know? Mm -hmm. That's true. I mean, because I will say, my Caribbean so they... friends, they just put pepper sauce on everything. They just dump it on stuff. Soon, <laughs> just need pepper sauce. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> Can we taste the bite first? But that's how it go, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So, <laughs> how do we feel? Like, I mean, the the conversation, the topic of this conversation, or the theme of today is just like respecting respecting people's lifestyles ar around food, and 
everybody kind of shows up shows up differently. Like, what are some things that I guess outside of the not taking the first bite as intended? Um, what are some things that I don't know that bug you around people when it comes to just like food and when you have a lifestyle choice that's different than theirs? So what I've been trying to stop doing is like explain myself before I do something because I think we have like so many social graces because of the things that we've had to do in life, depending on what your plight is and where you come from. So you have these sort of uh, parameters that you operate in, you know, just to make everybody's like cool and copacetic and PC. I've been trying to like just not apologize for the way I show up because it's just my flavor as one of my friends said. So sometimes it could be, you know, a little hood if I'm on that. Sometimes it could be, um, I've definitely been called bougie, not necessarily by things that I've chosen, but by look or um, how I show up sometimes. But honestly, I just kind of be like, hi, this is me. This will be doing. You want to try it? No, it's not. That's cool. What's for you? All right. That's great. So you do you. I do me. We'll just be, you know, different. I just been really trying to make an effort like lately to not necessarily have to explain it, but give people an experience that they won't forget. You know, um, mm -hmm. I can't say it work all the time because some people just be like, yo, she just real whatever I am that day. And it just don't go well. But I think that the more we kind of show up who we are, to, we give them an opportunity to observe, to learn, and to enjoy. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I think that works. I think that's just where I'm at with things now. But in the past, maybe I would take down a little bit, just like not be so, you know, extra, if you will, think about the things that I say sometimes. So I make sure that I'm being respectful and mindful of space. But yeah, I think it's better for us to just be who we are. And some people will like it, and some people won't. Touche. I wish I wish there was some yeah, more. Dogs, you know. Yeah, yes. I agree with that. Like Thank we're you. having a Juneteenth barbecue this year, like my family. And I said to my sister, okay, so I'm going to bring a baby grill. And on that grill, I only want grilled vegetables and grilled fruit. And don't let anyone put anything else on this grill. And then I'm gonna leave that grill at your house. And I'm expecting you not to let anyone else <laughs> put anything else on this grill. And she said, that's fine if that's what you want to do. I don't have a problem with that, you know, but that's my family, you know, just because I feel like we eat too much of that of meat and all that. I'm like, and I love grilled zucchini and I love, you know, watermelon grilled. So we need to start to incorporate more of that into our diets. And so I'm the person and I'm not even going to pretend like I force it on my family only brandy. <laughs> not like normal people and say everybody eats vegetables, you know, but all my, to my family, I would like force it on them. And then, you know, they have no choice. Oh, I think, listen, I think it's good. I think it starts at home, right? <laughs> you start with the, we start with the family forcing it. I just inspire people to eat vegetables. I don't, I don't force them to eat vegetables. They just ain't eating nothing but vegetables at my house or at my parties, but you know, that's it. But that's not true. When you used to have yeah. your barbecue every year, you had a grill for people that wanted to. Well, it was the B-Y-O-M, bring your own meat barbecue. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
But if, if if it's not, if it's not, I think it's explicitly called that. You can't just bring meat to the party, right? I think it's good to like just have options for everybody, <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know, options you enjoy, options other people will enjoy, and that way, it's just kind of like, oh, well, you don't want to eat salad, well. You know, just eat some because you like that. You can eat that. In my mom's house, it was like, listen, she had this sign in her kitchen. It's like, mom's rules. If I buy it, you wear it. If I cook it, you eat it. If I say this, you do it. Why? Because those are mom's rules. So it's like, if it's on my plate, you better take a bite because <laughs> that's, that's the offering. So you better eat a little bit, a little something. Are you going to be hungry? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, like I say, I mean, I'm like I say, I'm very adamant about this. But like both of you guys have come to my non-meat dining experiences. And it's not like I literally am out here giving out wheatgrass shots and arugula salads. Like, that's not what would happen. Like, it's a a whole But I'm aware that you're a vegan chef. So I'm like... I know your background. I'm not like an idiot. I'm not expecting it to be like, you know, I'm, oh, I can't wait to go to Brandy's house. I'm going to get a porterhouse steak. <laughs> like, I don't expect a porterhouse steak, you know. Maybe I'll get a mushroom steak, you know. <laughs> but that's it, you know. So I'm aware of it. But I'm saying if you pick someone and they, they're not aware, then I think that people, and if they call you, and especially if a person asks you, can I bring something, Brandy, they're opening the conversation. Oh, all right. That is you could tell them that. I guess I could tell people, don't bring meat. You're right. Bring anything except meat. It's a meat-free party. I could totally. You're right. I, I, when when I start inviting people to my house that I don't know again. <laughs> it's your events. You always have events. events. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I get it. You know, that shock value is good. Sometimes it's good, you know, because people get surprised. Like I said, I was pleasantly surprised. I really enjoy everything that was there. Like, and I had a little bit of everything just to make sure. I didn't try to carry a hot dog though, but I tried everything else that was there, and it was all good. Everything was delicious. So my plate was full. I was good with it, you know. You know, that was just weird for her, but she she enjoyed everything else. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's if you were a vegan and your food was just like not good. Right. So that's one. I agree. Now, I will have to say that. Now, if you out here representing vegetables with disrespect. See, again, <laughs> the word disrespect. <laughs> disrespect. Like, again. All right. Do not take don't all food. Don't kill an animal. Don't kill a plant. And then disrespect <laughs> like with some crappy presentation. Like you know what I mean? Like you gotta, you gotta bring it to the table. And do not introduce people to this lifestyle in a janky way. You know what I mean? No self so like sir, people like soy hot dogs. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong, they probably taste pretty good, but like, you know, soy chicken nuggets and like, like I say, like a bag salad. Like Make it exciting if you're trying to introduce the lifestyle if you're looking for. Because, I mean, the topic of the show is like, you know, <laughs> not really put some respect on my lifestyle, but I guess maybe that's the unofficial title, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you got you to gotta give respect to get it, right? So you got to show up in a way that people are going to be open to the idea of like, oh, okay, yeah, this is cool. Exactly. So, okay. And and I love it when you pleasantly surprised because if you don't go looking for those vegan experiences, you know, you won't have them so easily. I, I was looking, for, I went to brunch with a friend of mine in West 
couple of weeks ago and we didn't make a reservation. You know, it's COVID. So it's, every place was like packed. So we're just walking, 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 look for a place. And we walked past a place that was a vegan French place. And we walked past mm. and she was like open to it. I was like, um, I'm not the biggest fan of French food. And then it's vegan. I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> but we couldn't get seated. So we ended up having dinner there or brunch. Amazing. Like it was so good. Yeah. What was, was it called? Good. It was delicious. Um, let me look it up for you real quick. But I definitely would go back there and I was really grateful for the experience. I wanted to try other things. I was very conservative with my choices. I was like, let me just try like a soup or something. Like I, you know, I didn't go all in. She went all in. She ordered the entree, the appetizer. Man, <laughs> let me just tell you, that food was man. Like we I gotta take you there, Brady. Just just honor that, you know. Oh, I love it was that. great. I love to hear when people make good food with plants. It excites me. This is what excites me. Well, yeah, I'm not too excited about it, but food don't do it for me in that way. Like, ooh, you know, like, you know, everyone has their thing, right, Brandon? <laughs> but I know what you mean. Sometimes, like, it's always so great because you don't expect it to be. Yeah, surprise yeah. is always so good. It was called um, Delise and Saracen. Delise and Saracen. And it's on Christopher Street. Okay. Delicious, yeah. Check that out. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So no, I agree. And I think that's also one of the, one of the things that kind of why I don't like to, like for me, it's that pre, number one is the preconceived notion that it's not going to be good because there's no meat. Um, and I like the element of the surprise. I just, I think I feel like that's that's... That's brand brandy, like that element of surprise. So uh, it's just what I like to do. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so guys, we're going to wrap up. We're going to wrap up this conversation about um, how do we handle respect and food. And I'm going to bring um, Teresa back next week. And we're going to talk about the same thing, but around how do we deal with these situations as it relates to alcohol. So, um, guys, thanks a lot for joining us for today's episode of The Easy Answer. Until next time, uh, remember, what are we supposed to be remembering, Mom? Because you, you do this outro better than me because you, you, you inspired it. <laughs> uh, now that you put me on the spot, green spot, <laughs> I feel like you should always remember um, that you can find good food everywhere you go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time. Okay. Bye. That's it. That's it. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Tune in each week for a new episode. And stay connected to us on Instagram and YouTube at The Easy Answer Podcast.